Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Happy Thanksgiving to my entire crypto fam. What it do? In today's show, lots to cover. Bitcoin exchanges see 180,000 Bitcoin supply decrease amid the Mt. Gox Bitcoin sales. That's right. Bitcoin from the 2014 Mt. Gox hack on the move again with 65 BTC being sent to exchange hit BTC on November 22nd. Also in today's show, Binance, the largest exchange in the world, aims to allocate $1 million for a crypto recovery fund as per their CEO, CZ. Also in today's show, Sam Bankman-Fried still speaking at events and the community is furious to say the least. The former FTX CEO said he'll be speaking at a conference by the New York Times, the same outfit that recently wrote the puff piece on Bankman-Fried and attorney John Deaton's response. Let me make this clear. If Bankman-Fried isn't arrested and charged with fraud, wire fraud, theft, and possibly money laundering before and instead gets to spew out his bullish narrative, our system of justice has been compromised. Elizabeth Warren, you claim to be for the little guy. Where are you? Also in today's show, Bloomberg analyst Mike McGlone reveals his price floor for Bitcoin and says not allocating to crypto is risky for institutions. Quoting him here, when markets break out from a consolidating range with a good reason, it means it's going down a lot lower. So that's why I put out initially that Bitcoin might not reach a plateau until the ten dollars to $12,000 area. Also in today's show, Kathy Wood reiterates her $1 million Bitcoin bet. That's right. ARK Invest's Kathy Wood is bullish on Bitcoin as well as Ethereum, forecasting Bitcoin's price to soar to $1 million by 2030. Send it. Let's freaking go. Also in today's show, quant analyst Plan B, creator of the Bitcoin stock-to-flow model, says Bitcoin is on track to explode by over 500% and shares his timeline. That's right. In a new interview with crypto trader Benjamin Cohen, Plan B says that while the current sentiment towards crypto is bearish due to the disintegration of digital asset exchange FTX, it wouldn't shock him if the king crypto hit $100,000 after the next having we'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market all this plus so much more in today's show hey what's good crypto fam this is first and foremost a video show so if you want the full premium experience visit our youtube channel at crypto news alerts Net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. I want to welcome everyone tuning in to today's episode of Crypto News Alerts. This is pod episode number 1113 of the Crypto News Alerts pod. I am your host, JV, and today is November 24th, 2022. So happy Thanksgiving to all. And let's dive right in because we do have lots to cover today. Checking out Coin360. You can see the entire crypto market pumping. And in the green, Bitcoin up about 1.5% for the day, trading at around 16,600 at the time of this live stream. We got ETH.
Ether up almost 4%, trading back at around $1,200, while XRP is in the forest green up 5%, trading just above $0.39. Cents. We also have a big pump breakout for Solana up another 10% for the day, trading just below $15. And as you can see, mostly gains in the past 24 hours. And checking out coinmarketcap.com, you can see the current crypto market cap sitting at $834 billion, with $56 billion in volume at the past 24 hours, and the current Bitcoin dominance at 38.2%, with the Ether dominance at 17.6%. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers for the past 24 hours, Curve Dow Token leading the pack up 14% trading at 70 cents. Let's go. Followed by Solana up about 11% trading at 14.66. Followed by Binary X up about 10% trading at $172. Below that, we have Hobby Token, Chainlink, as well as GMX. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers for the past week. You can see Litecoin making some big moves up 32%. CRV up 27% for the week. And Dash up a whopping 29%. And checking out one of my favorite indicators, the Crypto Greed and Fear Index. Shows we're currently rated at 20 in extreme fear yesterday at 22 last week at 20 and last month a 20 in extreme fear this episode is brought to you by shopify whether you're selling a little or a lot shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage no matter what stage you're in shopify's there to help you grow Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. And welcome once again to everyone tuning into today's live stream of Crypto News Alerts. I appreciate you greatly. Let's dive now right into our Bitcoin technical analysis for the day, shall we? Bitcoin exchanges may have just seen the largest exodus of user funds ever, according to the latest data. Data from on-chain analytics firm Glassnode shows on November 23rd, major exchanges were down almost 179,000 Bitcoin in monthly withdrawals. Like, whoa, but that's a good sign. It means that hodlers like yourself are moving it into cold storage. Now with FTS contagion still in the air, exchange users have been busy withdrawing funds to non-custodial wallets. And as reported, $3 billion worth of cryptos left major platforms in the immediate aftermath of FTX imploding. That trend is still ongoing. Glassnode shows with the data capturing the largest ever decrease in exchange BTC reserves for the 30 days to November 23rd. Now Glassnode's exchange net position change metric puts the 30-day change of the Bitcoin supply held in exchange wallets at negative of 178,683 BTC. The metric covers 20 exchanges, including FTX, which you can see here in this chart. And on a day-to-day basis, exchange user habits remain volatile after seeing nearly 140,000 Bitcoin in daily outflows on November 9th alone. Exchanges processed less than withdrawals with a local low of under 19,000 BTC recorded for November 19th. Since then, however, the trend has reversed and November 23rd outflows totaled more than 86,000 BTC, according to Glass node. Elsewhere, fellow on-chain analytics platform CryptoQuant raised the alarm about a major trench of Bitcoin from 2014's hack of exchange, Mt. Gox. How many of you were around in crypto, crypto back in 2014? Let me know if you're an OG. According to the CEO, the stolen Bitcoin is on the move with 65 Bitcoin sent to exchange. Hit BTC, quitting him here. Seven-year-old, 10,000 BTC moved today. No surprise. It's from criminals. Like most of the old Bitcoins, it's the Bitcoin e-exchange wallet related to the 2014 Mt. Gox hack. They sent 65 BTC to hit Bitcoin. BTC a few hours ago, so it is still not government auction or something, he tweeted, and he also called on Bit 
hit BTC to freeze those fr- uh, funds from the incoming wallet as they have been tracking it. And separate research from Chainalysis, meanwhile noted, mass processing of Mt. Gox coins associated with exchange BTCE, which itself shut down back in 2017. Now, several exchanges, along with private wallets, amongst others, have received Bitcoin eBitcoin in recent weeks. And it explained in a blog post on November 23rd, the movement of altcoins in September also sparked panic as the Mt. Gox rehabilitation process drew to an end. So there you have it. As these coins are sold on the open market, obviously everything all boils down to uh, uh, supply and uh demand at the end of the day that's what drives the entire bitcoin cycle every four years we have a having the amount of bitcoin rewarded to miners gets cut in half and due to that scarcity and the high demand we see a surge in the bitcoin price which typically goes parabolic reaching a new all-time high one year proceeding the having keeping in mind the next having is in 2024 so if history repeats or rhymes we can anticipate a new bitcoin all-time high sometime around the year 2025 but obviously anything can happen that's just if history tends to repeat and or rhyme and with that being shared now let's dive into our next story of the day and discuss something which has left many of us including myself furious at the fact that not only is bankman freed uh there's pictures of him having dinner at one of his penthouses in the bahamas with his family the fact that he is not behind bars right now the fact that he has speaking engagements and he is being promoted by the new york times along with other uh traitorous uh, treacherous villains, I would call them, uh, people like the Clintons and other very uh, powerful political figures, it really irks me inside. And it just goes to show you that the establishment is pr- protecting SBF. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So without uh, further ado, let's dive right into this uh, next uh, story. But first, I actually want to touch upon this $1 billion crypto recovery fund, which is also important to break down as well as per CZ. The Binance CEO on the largest crypto exchange uh, in the world has announced Binance intends to allocate $1 billion for a proposed industry recovery fund, while its CEO revealed intent and a new bid for assets of bankruptcy crypto lending firm Voyager by the United States-based business. Speaking of Bloomberg, on November 24th, Binance CEO CZ touched on a number of topics in which has been a tumultuous month for the crypto ecosystem. Chief among them was the Binance Proposal Industry Recovery Fund, which is aimed at providing financial support to promising projects and financial distress. The exchange's founder introduced the idea in the wake of the FTX Now infamous collapse. CZ said that the details of the fund were due to be published on the exchange's blog in the coming days, adopting a fairly loose structure with contributions from other members of the crypto ecosystem, quoting him here. There has been back and forth now on how to structure that. Do we make it a loose fund or an actual fund? I think we're kind of going with a loose approach where different industry players will contribute 
as they wish. The fund will be publicly viewable, according to the Binance CEO, with contributors set to send funds to a central transparent blockchain address. And CZ also notes that the funds is expected to go live before the end of 2022, which gives us about another month deadline, right? While touting a six-figure roadmap within which he expects to see the industry recover. The report also notes that Binance US is interested in a new bid of assets belonging to the now bankrupt Voyager Digital. The lending firm was one of the handful to go bust of the wake of the terror collapse back in May of this year. The Binance CEO said that the exchange would consider a second look at some of those assets or businesses belonging to FTX. And Binance considered a deal to buy out St. Bankman Freed's exchange before its spectacular collapse in November of this year. Zhao said that FTX had invested in a number of projects, some of which may be salvageable and of interest if and when they become available. But I also like to point out, even though there is this crypto recovery fund, which is a great sign for those using the exchanges and doing business on Binance, which in my opinion is probably the best or most trustworthy centralized exchange right now. Does that mean they'll always be the most trustworthy? No, it doesn't mean nothing. It just means at this current moment, the fact that Binance is the largest exchange in the world and he's discussing this crypto recovery fund, it seems like he does want to protect investors. But at the same time, keep in mind, CZ is running a business. So everyone running a business is going to have their business as first and foremost, the most important thing uh, for them to take care of. It's not going to be investors. So keeping that in mind, as an investor, the number one uh, primary a factor for you to take uh, advantage of is self-custodying your own crypto assets. So I, I share all that to say this, just because there is a crypto recovery fund of a billion dollars doesn't mean you self-custody your precious crypto assets on the Binance exchange. Because if something were to happen, a, another black swan event like we witnessed with Bankman Fried and FTX, you can lose all your funds. That's why we self custody. So regardless how much you trust or distrust the exchanges, the regulators, etc., the number one priority right now should be self-custodying your crypto assets. Some of my top recommended cold uh, storage wallets would be Trezor and Ledger Nano, probably the most well-respected because they've been out the longest and they are trusted. So do I trust any crypto exchange? No, I only use crypto exchanges to make my exchange as fast as possible and then remove my crypto off the exchange. Let me know if that makes sense and if you uh, are to take heed because I want you to protect your crypto assets because at times like this, there are a lot of shady individuals and shadowy figures as well trying to take your crypto. Honestly believe that the SEC is not trying to protect investors whatsoever. It's very evident with what happened with the FTX debacle with them protecting Sam Bankman Freed. So if the SEC and the regulators don't have your back and the regulated exchange just went under, what does that tell you about the rest of the entire industry? I mean, do the math. Use your own uh, two Satoshis there. And with that being shared, now let's dive into why the entire crypto Twitter is furious right now. Former FTX CEO Bankman Freed has once again attracted the IRA, the crypto community. This time, he slated appearance at the upcoming New York conference, November 30th, which is what? Six more days from now. Vocal members of crypto Twitter have questioned why the former CEO of the now bankrupt exchange continues to walk free given the events over the last month. If that was any other individual, he'd be in prison right now, right? In a November 23rd Twitter post, Bankman Fried announced he'll be speaking with the New York Times journalist Andrew Sorkin at the Deal Book Summit. 
next Wednesday. The news was confirmed publicly by Sorkin himself, who said there are a lot of important questions to be asked and answered. Nothing is off limits. As he announces here on Crypto Twitter, a lot of folks have been asking if I would still be interviewing Bankman Freed at the New York Times Dealbook Summit November 30th. The answer, yes. There are a lot of important questions to be asked and answered. Nothing is off limits. Looking forward to it. And in the wake of the FTX collapse, some of the crypto community wondered whether Bankman Freed would honor his conference engagements, including his one with Dealbook Summit. Now, a spokesperson for the New York Times confirmed that Cointelegraph that Bankman Freed was invited to the Deal Book Summit several months ago, well before the crash, and that he'd likely be participating in the interview virtually from the Bahamas, stating the following, we invited Mr. Bankman Freed to be interviewed at the summit several months ago. At this time, we expect Mr. Bankman Freed will be participating in the interview from the Bahamas. And according to Gawker Report, dated November 11th, Bankman Freed was previously listed on the speaker page as the CEO of FTX. However, the speaker page now shows his title has since been updated to the founder of FTX, reflecting his resignation from this role since FTX's bankruptcy filing. Now, some members of the crypto community have not taken the news well. What remarks a bankman freed should be in custody instead of speaking freely at conferences, quoting attorney John Deaton right here. Let me make this clear. If bankman freed isn't arrested and charged with fraud, wire fraud, theft, and possibly money laundering before and instead gets to spew out his bullish narrative, our system of injustice has been compromised. Elizabeth Warren, referring to the senator, you claim to be for the little guy, but where are you? Makes a great point. The regulators are obviously protecting this criminal because they're protecting their own criminal enterprise. Now, British media personality and Bitcoin proponent, Laia, told her 328,000 Twitter followers that it's disgusting that Bankman Freed will be speaking on stage and instead isn't being held in custody, as she shares here. The fact he is going to be speaking on stage at a damn conference rather than in custody, being investigated for fraud and theft is incredible. He's an agent of the establishment it's disgusting. And she nailed it right there. He is absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, an agent of the establishment. That's right. So if you're referring to the movie, The Matrix, that would be Agent Smith, one of the many. Now, Ryan Adams, the founder of investment firm Mythos Capital and Bankless, took things one step further and comparing the arrest and three-month-long detainment of Alex Pertsev, the core developer behind the now U.S.-sanctioned Tornado Cash, to Bankman Freed's unfathomable conduct, which has yet to be investigated, as he shares here. Alex is still sitting in jail without charges for writing open source privacy code. Meanwhile, Bankman Freed's going to be speaking at an event with the New York Times. Now, meanwhile, chairman of Real Bedford FC and Bitcoin proponent Peter McCormick joked that Bankman Freed would receive a Nobel Prize at this rate. And that wouldn't surprise me as well. As Peter McCormick shared here, Bankman Freed will get a Nobel Prize at this rate. Right, preach. The New York Times was secretly uh, criticized by the crypto community for writing the puff piece, including even Elon Musk said, hey, New York Times and tag them. What's up with the puff piece? And as for Bankman Fried's current whereabouts, Crypto Curb or Crib posted pictures to its 66,000 Twitter followers late November 23rd, what appears to be Bankman Freed in a meal with his mother and several others at his Bahamas penthouse. That's right. As I shared more previously, that Bankman Freed, in fact, along with the top execs and his parents, they purchased up over $120 million worth of real estate in the Bahamas. So, I mean, oh my God, not only do you have money laundering, not only do you have um, fraud and theft and stealing crypto assets out of FTX and sending them to himself and giving himself a billion dollar loan. I mean, this thing 
couldn't really get any worse. So the fact that I think so many higher ups are involved, they're obviously protecting their golden goose, who in this case is Bankman Freed. And it's also ironic that his name, Bankman Come on, guys. Is this his real actual name or is just just a name the establishment gave him to represent the banksters at large, which they obviously had a very clear agenda, which couldn't be any more crystal clear as they were working with regulators to try to put an end to DeFi as we know it and create some outlandish regulations which wouldn't benefit the investors or people in the crypto community whatsoever. It would only benefit Bankman Freed and the regulators at hand. So I am so glad that this all came to the uh, turbulent end that it has because otherwise people would still fraudulently believe in the lies of Bankman Freed and the lies of the regulators. Now everything is clear. You know, black and white. There's no more gray area. You know who's on the side of the establishment and you know who's on the side of the people. You feel me? And with that being shared, now let's dive into our next story of the day and discuss a potential Bitcoin price floor as per Bloomberg analyst Mike McGlone, who is predicting a ten to twelve thousand dollar Bitcoin price floor. So let's uh break it down, shall we? Here we go. Bloomberg Intelligence Senior Macro Strategist Mike McGlone is setting a new potential price floor for the king crypto bear market. In a new interview with crypto analyst Crypto Burb, McGlone says Bitcoin's heavy drawdown from the previous support levels was a strong sign. The Bitcoin was heading significantly lower. He says Bitcoin can drop down nearly 40% from today's price. Whoa, quoting him here. Initially, when the market broke down, that was my indication it's going to continue to break down because volatility is almost always a great indicator, particularly when you reach an all-time low. When markets break out from a consolidating range with a good reason, it means it's going a lot lower. So that's why I put out initially the Bitcoin might not plateau plateau until the ten to twelve thousand dollar area. Now keep it in mind the low is currently at fifteen thousand five hundred. The commodity strategist says that the crypto markets will likely rebound and that any short term sell pressure, which he says has caused by the Federal Reserve's rate hikes, isn't a signal of long term weakness. And according to McGlone, on a five year time horizon, institutional investors face more risks not allocating to crypto than they do avoiding it, as he shares here. Everything is going down this year. This has been the worst year ever for stocks and bonds combined. I mean, ever, if you go back 80 years. So to me, the risk is going forward. And I think for most major institutions on a five-year basis, at least, the risk is not being somewhat allocated to this space. And I don't mean the $20,000 highly speculative cryptos that you can find out on CoinMarketCap. I mean the top 10, the top 100, an index that tracks those. So definitely Bitcoin, Ethereum, yes, they could drop down. But to me, an index that tracks those is just going to continue doing what it is doing. And these types of things often carve that foundation. The key thing to remember right now is that the Fed is still pounding hard. All risk assets are going down. Cryptos were the fastest one on the way up and the fastest one on the way down. And to watch this video, he recently did. Check the show notes, blow the video in the description. And that leads us to our next story of the day, which is Kathy Wood of ARK Invest doubling down on her $1 million Bitcoin price prediction by 2030. So let's break this down, shall we? Here we go. Despite the FTX meltdown and consecutive decline of the crypto market, founder and CEO of ARK Invest, Kathy Wood, shout out to Kathy, stands by her prediction that the king crypto will skyrocket to $1 million per coin by 2030. She also seems unfazed by the price crash of the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust since her company purchased an additional 176,945 shares. That's right. She's doubling down. The shocking collapse of 
of the crypto exchange FTX deepen, the problems in the crypto sector and vaporize much of the investor interest. Even the most optimistic industry participants believe it will take a long time for the market to get back on its feet, while others don't see it happening at all. ARK Invest's Kathy Wood is not amongst that club. In a recent interview for Bloomberg, she doubled down on her forecast that Bitcoin is headed towards a million dollars per coin. In her view, such setbacks could be helpful as they show uh, which are valuable projects, as she shares here. Sometimes you just need to go through a crisis to see the survivors. Bitcoin is coming out of this smelling like a rose Touche. Now, Wood believes that only minus the calamity of the reduced interest of major institutions. However, she also says they will soon realize the merits of the primary crypto and embrace it. The enthusiasm towards Bitcoin should return in the next couple of years, meaning it will tap its milestone by 2030, says ARK Invest executives, which they concluded. She is also bullish on Ethereum, saying it can be subject of mass institutional adoption in the years to come. This is not the first time Wood set up such an ambitious price target for the King Crypto. She joined Michael Saylor in April to predict that the asset will eventually tap that milestone and the valuation of the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust shares has significantly dropped due to the ongoing crypto winter. They currently trade at around $8.40, which is a 27% decline compared to last month's figures. Nonetheless, ARK Invest continues to enlarge its holdings and recently purchased more than 176,000 shares worth approximately $1.5 million. And a week ago, the entity bought another 273,000 in shares. This came as a surprise since it occurred amid severe market turbulence caused by the FTX catastrophe and Grayscale's Bitcoin Trust is currently trading at a 42.7% discount against the Bitcoin spot price. It set the largest discount in history of the fund on November 18th when the figure hit negative 45%. Could you imagine that? That's a great discount. And GBTC is the largest Bitcoin fund and manages over 635,000 BTC. And as the moment of writing this line, that amounts to nearly 10 and a half billion dollars. So there you have it. And I've been covering uh, GBTC as well as Genesis, which is all connected to this contagion of FTX. Now, also more recently, Xiangping Zhao, the Binance CEO, had a disagreement with the Coinbase CEO, Brian Armstrong, as Brian Armstrong said, yeah, we have that 630,000 BTC. Don't worry about it. And then CZ wrote something, which he then deleted and said, look, my records only show you have 500 and X amount of Bitcoin. So why is the difference? But then he retracted that information, but it just goes to show you, trust nobody, verify everything, and move your crypto to cold storage. With that being shared, let me know if you agree or disagree with Kathy Wood's bullish $1 million Bitcoin price prediction by 2030. I feel it's inevitable, only a matter of time, but hey, that's just me. With that being shared, now let's break down our final story of the day, and that's a $100,000 Bitcoin price prediction that Bitcoin will skyrocket 500%. And this is according to Plan B, creator of the Bitcoin stock to flow model. So here we go. Popular quantitative analyst Plan B, shout out to Plan B, known for his stock to flow Bitcoin model, is expressing his bullish sentiment for the flagship crypto. In a new interview with crypto trader Benjamin Cohen, Plan B says that while the current sentiment towards crypto is bearish due to the disintegration of digital asset exchange FTX, it wouldn't shock him if the king crypto hit six figures after the next halving. According to Plan B, some of the catalysts that can trigger 
a massive rally for Bitcoin, include the end of the Russia-Ukraine war or the loosening of monetary policies, quitting him here. I know it doesn't look very well right now with the collapse of FTX and the fallout of the customers and investors of FTX, but we have one and a half years to go before the next halving. So once the quantitative easing starts going and the war in Russia and Ukraine is over or whatever trigger there will be, we could easily reach $100,000. Let's say 2024, where the logarithmic regression and the stock-to-flow model are cross-link, which is in the $100,000 area. Yeah, I would not be surprised. Now, the stock-to-flow model predicts an asset's value changes by comparing its current price to the rate at which its supply is generated on whether the crypto market has hit bottom. Plan B says the Bitcoin typically reaches a bear market low about 18 months after touching a record high price. And he notes that the bottom could form somewhere within the next three months. As he shares here, the bottom of the bear market is about a year and one and a half years after the all-time highs. And that's also true today. It was true in 2019 and 2015 and also true today in 2022. But from the bottom of the bear market, once we hit the bottom, it'll go up. So the rising, if you will, is not starting at the halving or after the halving. It'll start when the bottom of the bear market is reached. And that could be today or next month or maybe three months from now, but it will come. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Plan B. And to watch this recent video interview he did with Benjamin Cohen, check the show notes below the video in the description and let me know your thoughts surrounding his $100,000 Bitcoin price prediction. Also like to throw out there that stock to flow does predict 100,000 as well between 2024 and 2025, which is right in alignment with the analysis from plan B. But with that being shared, do you feel that is likely to occur? And by what year do you feel we're likely to hit that six figure milestone for the king crypto let me know in the comments right down below and don't forget to check out cryptonewsalerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live q a and i look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode peace